welcome to the Branding for Women podcast, where we come to connect with and learn from other female entrepreneurs like you. I'm your host, Carolee Brinton. Hello again. Welcome, friends, to another fun Friday episode of the podcast. My name is Carolee Brinton. I'm your host, and I'm thrilled to have Bianca Spears with me as our guest today. Bianca is from Sydney, Australia, and she's a laughter leader, business mentor, and award-winning coach who helps people to create lives and businesses that they are wildly in love with. Her mission is to help people to access the joy, freedom, and abundance they dream of through better utilizing the tools that they were born with, reconnecting them to their inner wisdom, bodies, and breath. She's helped entrepreneurs to establish brands and businesses that create a lasting impact on the world and sustainable income. Her laughter work has helped thousands of people across the world to reduce pain, stress, and anxiety, feel good, and reprogram their minds and nervous systems to achieve happier, more fulfilling lives. Thank you so much for being here with us, Bianca. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Carolee. It's it's amazing to be here, and I think we're both equally excited for this conversation to unfold. (laughs) Definitely. Who doesn't love to talk about laughter? Laughter is like a unifying thing that everybody loves. (laughs) So I'm super, super excited. Through our little interactions, I've learned that you use laughter yoga, laughter yoga, and I am interested to hear how you got into that. How did you discover laughter yoga? How did you get to where you are today? I did a laughter yoga session about 11 years ago when I was at work so I was working at a radio station at the time and there was a lady who was running a laughter yoga teacher training uh, in the town that I lived in and like most people I'd never heard of it before I was like what's it all about Uh, and she actually did a team session with our team at the radio station and during that session I was we were doing all kinds of crazy stuff and I was just like this is the best Uh, I was still in my 20s, so a younger part of the team that was there. But I just loved the childlike playfulness and the way that it just opened people up to be free and imaginative and playful. So I signed up immediately with that lady to do a training, but I actually fell ill with dengue fever and was sleeping 16 hours a day, totally bedridden. So I couldn't go to that training, but I marked it as something that I would go back to and that I really, really wanted to do. So fast forward four years or so, I've done this, that and the other, travelled, lived in different states and I was about to move here to Sydney to live with my partner and I wanted to open up and do some of the things that I'd been wanting to do in my life. So, you know, do more photography and I did this laughter, laughter yoga course finally and once I did, I was... I guess I was kind of hooked. So I've since studied laughter wellness, which is a slightly different modality where laughter yoga is focused on, um, I guess, the mind-body connection for sure, but kind of just the energy of laughter. And and it's very physical uh, and can be very, like, tiring, laughter yoga. Laughter wellness is based on more building positive energy rather than just the energy of laughter We have positive reinforcements, so we might be using affirmations or we might be um, sharing our gratitude or dropping into a space of really feeling proud of ourselves. 
and building those other positive energies as well as laughing and playing. So that's really fun. And I've done a couple of other things as well, um, something called Laugh Gnosis, which was really cool combining uh, conversational hypnotherapy with laughter to provide a really deep psychological change in people, which allows them to have that lasting change, which for me, which is what all of my work's about. It's like, let's equip people with the tools and, and shift things for good, like for sustainable change, not just for like, I feel happy and good today. And then it goes away. It's like, let's create some sustainable change and long lasting change in their lives. Wow, that's amazing. And also interesting to me, this really isn't something that's super common, but it sounds so great. I wonder why, at least in my social circles, why it isn't more common? Is this something that's Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're definitely not the only one. I think a lot of people stumble across it or find out about it in all kinds of different ways. I have a dream because I'm also a coach. I dream that coaching will become like personal training, like that people know what it is. The everyday person has a coach because they realize the value and importance in it the same way they know that they can get more out of their health and their bodies if they're working with a personal trainer. Uh, I see, I have a vision of laughter wellness, laughter yoga, and just intentional laughter in general being as common as yoga is now. And I guess if you look back, like into even in the 80s, like yoga was sort of, some people knew what it was, some people didn't. It wasn't really commonplace like it is now where I, I'm not sure where what it is like where you are, uh, but here, you know, you walk around the average, any kind of neighbourhood that's got shops and restaurants and whatever, you'll see a good couple of yoga studios just as you pass by, like they're everywhere. So I dream of the day that people are intentionally laughing and it's becoming more and more, at least people know about it. They might not know what it is and, and a lot of people think laughter yoga is yoga with laughing and I often say if you did downward dog and laughed you'd probably just fart there's no <laughs> poses like it's definitely not about the poses it was called laughter yoga because of the deep yogic breathing uh, that you do it's about the biggest link that it has to what people have in their minds as traditional yoga thank you so much for explaining that do you mind maybe telling us a little bit more about laughter yoga is and like what that looks like and then maybe yeah, sure. about how, how we can apply that in our personal life, in our business life, and just kind of like, yes, how we can implement it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So laughter yoga, the structure for a um, session looks like clapping and chanting. So we clap with our palms and fingers flat together, which most people normally clap with their hands cupped. But if we clap with our palms and fingers touching, it actually activates acupressure points inside the insides of our hands and that relates to different areas of the body and kind of gives them a little boost of energy while we're doing it. Uh, the chanting has its own benefits as well. So we just, if you're wondering, like, what are you chanting? It's just ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. And we're using the diaphragm for that. Anytime we're using the diaphragm, we're kind of giving a little pump to our limbic system, which doesn't actually have its own pump. Uh, And we're kind of massaging as well. We're using the diaphragm when we're breathing and when we're laughing. And when you're laughing, like it's quite quick, the movement of the diaphragm. 
you're kind of massaging your inner organs as well, um, which is really nice for them, good for digestion, things like that. Uh, so you're clapping and chanting, deep yogic breathing. So just deep through the nose into the belly. And the laughter exercises, again, not asanas in the traditional sense there. They're laughter exercises are anything that can spark the energy of laughter and allow us to choose laughter. Personally, since studying laughter wellness, where the philosophy is about choosing laughter, not forcing or faking, um, I much prefer that ideology. In laughter yoga, traditionally, it's a bit of a fake it till you make it style thing because the science says that your body doesn't know the difference between fake laughter and real laughter. So, And once you start fake laughing, generally, especially if you're in a group, it will become natural laughter eventually. Uh, but for me, if you can choose to laugh the same way as you can choose to breathe in and out, <laughs> that's all laughter is. It's just breath. So if you can choose that, it's the same as choosing to go for a run. You can choose to go for a run and feel empowered about it and feel excited about it and feel that it's going to do you good. Or you can force yourself to go for a run where you're like, oh, I don't like this, but I know I should be doing it. There's a totally different energy around all of that. And I think that's the easiest way for people to understand the difference. Fake laughing feels awkward. So you're going to stay in that awkward energy for longer. Whereas choosing to laugh, although it feels a little bit weird, I don't want to say unnatural because I think laughter is actually natural and through societal expectations, we're not allowed to laugh at this. That's not appropriate. You have to be quiet in this space or whatever. Um, it's become a bit taboo, to be honest. But it is natural. Uh, it just feels weird to laugh for extended periods of time purely because we don't do it unless there's, quote, unquote, something funny to laugh at or about. So that's kind of what a session looks like uh, structurally. At the end of a laughter yoga session, we're then going into a laughter meditation. So once you've kind of been playing for a little bit, laughter comes much more easily. And we do a laughter meditation, which is just sitting or lying with our eyes closed and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and kind of just allowing free flow, rolling, deep belly laughs, which we don't always get a chance for in day-to-day -day life. Like something might not be that funny. So then we go for days or weeks or months or some people have gone years without truly having a really good hearty laugh. And that's a really sad fact, I think, in, in our society today. So what else did you ask? How to bring this into our daily lives? It really depends on, on how you want to go about it. If you're wanting to bring a laughter yoga or laughter wellness practice in, I would recommend jumping on YouTube and checking out some sessions. I have some sessions. There's a number of people that have really great sessions of all different lengths that you can dive in, be totally guided through the process and come out the other side feeling however you feel. Um, biochemically, if you fully engage with the exercises, like the hormones that are released uh, are feel-good hormones. The levels of stress hormones go down when you're laughing and when you're doing this deep breath work. It brings you back into balance. So rather than being in fight or flight where a lot of us are living our lives, 
very stressed out all the time, overstimulated by social media, by technology, by all the things that we've got to do. Just even in the deep breathing, you will find you come back into balance in your nervous system and you'll come back into what we call rest and digest mode where you're able to digest your food properly. You're able to sleep better at night. You're able to think more clearly. And this is a big one. It opens up parts of the brain that are shut down if we're in a highly stressed state. And a lot of people say, well, but I'm not that stressed out. Like I'm fine. But there's different people have different perspectives on what stress is. And when we're working lots of hours, not giving ourselves rest, even if you're working a lot and then, you you know, parents can totally relate. You're working and then you're straight into getting things ready for the kids, bedtime, bath time, dinner for yourself, um, making sure lunches are packed for kids the next day, whatever it is, and then you finally fall into a heap at the end of the night. Uh, that stress on your body, like your body's not designed to go and go and go and think so much all day long, days and days back to back. When we're in that state, parts of our brain don't function properly. Uh, They literally are inaccessible because we're in a survival mode. So the blood is actually rushing to our arms and legs as if we're going to be running away from some predator that's hunting us down. And parts of our brain shut down because we don't need to be creative. We need to be resourceful for sure but we need to just survive the situation and that's all our brains focused on doing so when we can intentionally laugh we can deep breathe we can do the clapping which allows us to boost those parts of our body and boost our energy it brings us back into center so yeah you can do a whole laughter session if you wanted to Uh, otherwise you can just simply try laughing just for even 60 seconds so set a timer and it doesn't have to be the world's biggest laugh or the laugh you feel most engaged with again it's a, it's like a practice it's like some mornings you get up and you don't feel like running but you choose to go for a run because you know once you're outside once you're moving around uh, and once you're finished your muscles feel nice you breathe in a lot of oxygen you're feeling really good And you're awake and alert for the day. So I think that's a really important thing to share as well, because even myself, I can go into 60 seconds of laughter and feel like, yeah, okay, it it was okay. Like it doesn't shift heaps. Um, But if you do that and you practice it, for me, I, I used to get in the shower. I remember a few years ago when I was pregnant, this was like religious practice for me every day. I would laugh as I was getting ready for the shower. So I'd be laughing, just just like, (laughs) just gently while I'm doing things. Uh, I would have my shower, I'd be laughing, I'd come out of the shower and get dressed and that would be basically my 10 minutes of laughter for the day. Um, And again, I don't have to be rolling on the floor with tears coming out of my eyes for it to be something that's effective for me. Um, after a few minutes your body starts to take over and definitely after 10 minutes you feel that release um, where you don't really care what anyone thinks you don't really care if anyone can hear you because you're in that point where all those positive hormones have kicked in and you're just feeling so high on life and all the positive hormones the oxygen that's coming in 
that you're just so much more emotionally resilient, carefree, open, creative, which is really important for our businesses. Yeah, it's it's just very helpful. So if you're feeling you need the guidance, then go for a guided session. There's plenty available online. And if you're feeling you just want to try it and fit it into your daily life, then simple, you don't really need laughter exercises. You can just choose to laugh if you like. I love that. Thank you so much. There's so much really great information. And I feel like I already have a little bit of a better understanding of what that looks like, things I can try, where I can go to learn more. While you were talking, I it's so true that laughter is going to help you de-stress and like recenter. I think we all experience that and we all innately kind of realize that, but we don't formally like realize and acknowledge that laughter is going to help help relieve stress and help you in all of these other ways that you've listed. And there are a lot of people in my life that are really close to me that struggle with like anxiety and depression. And I often find myself doing other methods with them, like um, calm, like thoughtful meditations and breathing exercises and things like that to help them work through when they have panic attacks or if they're feeling really depressed and doing things with them to help them kind of change those physiological symptoms that they're experiencing. And I've never thought about laughter before. So I'm really interested to try to try that and like look up some of the meditations and like learn from you and learn some techniques that we can practice together to help them, you know, be able to calm down if they're feeling really anxious and to kind of help change some of those physiological effects that they have when they're feeling depressed as well. And I noticed that that's something that you've experienced as well as using laughter to kind of help in some of those same areas. Do you mind telling us a little bit about your experience there? Yeah, sure. So when I first started my coaching business in 2016, uh, I guess like many entrepreneurs, I was trying to find my way in this new world. I was new to coaching. I was uh, relatively new to online business. I'd been doing a little bit of network marketing before, but as far as sales funnels and all these kinds of things, I was like, what is that? And running a webinar and all these things. I was totally overwhelmed. And I'd come into this, of course, being like, yeah, this is going to be my passion business. And it turned into this job that I was almost hating, to be honest. Like I would dread all the stuff that I had to do, quote unquote, had to do uh, when I was the one making this up. So I ended up getting uh, super, super anxious and I would wake up every morning and before I'd even open my eyes, I would feel anxiety like consuming my body and I'm like oh great you're here haven't even opened my eyes for the day and it was a real lesson for me because I guess I didn't understand what that was like before I was a bit of well just focus on something else like don't worry about it like and I didn't get the total like hormonal and biochemical takeover of something like chronic anxiety or depression I really didn't understand that before. So it's interesting because I used to run a podcast and I interviewed a a guy about anxiety and laughter um, and he calls himself the anxiety MD. So his take on things and where I feel 
personally connected to it um, because I then started a daily laughter practice because I knew, okay, laughter can help me, exercise can help me, um, you know, get even just getting out walking in the mornings, connecting with nature, like all of these things that I know can help me. It's sort of like what you were saying before. We know these things are good for us, but are we actually going to go do them? So I was like, I really need to get on top of this. This is dominating my life and it's just really not a fun space to be in every single day and really hard to start a business from there where you're totally doubting yourself and feeling anxious about almost everything. Really, really horrible. Um, So I started a laughter challenge And I put it out publicly so that I could hold myself accountable to doing it. And it was just seven days. And I was just doing laughter yoga sessions at that time and doing them as a Facebook Live. And I would literally just go out very early in the morning, like six or seven in the morning with my tripod and my phone. And I would do like a 20-minute or 30-minute laughter session just wherever. And there'd be people walking around and looking at me like, what are you doing? But again, like you get to the point where you really don't care. Uh, and I guess as a le- as a laughter leader as well, you know that sometimes people aren't going to get it and you just need to keep leading if you're running a session, as an example. So I did that and that really, really shifted things for me. And when I spoke to this uh, doctor and anxiety expert, he was saying that one of the problems with the way we're trying to treat depression Uh, and anxiety in particular traditionally is we're doing talk therapy or, or, yeah, things where it's like sit still. And for anyone who's had anxiety, like you kind of do just want to run, you want to move, you want to like it it feels like there's so much boiling up inside you or like jittery energy that it's like that nervous energy that you just like, I just want to run this off or I just want to move. And laughter can really help with that because it's physical. And I guess something like laughter yoga, where the exercises are typically more physical, where you're doing something, you might be, you know, on a laughter seesaw, as an example. I know I haven't actually given any examples of laughter exercises on this podcast yet. So a laughter seesaw is typically done with another person, but you can do it yourself, uh, where you go you are literally squatting down slowly, imagining you're on a seesaw and you're going down and you might laugh down with a deep kind of like a belly laugh, like Santa, like. (laughs) And then as you're coming back up, uh, so you're getting some physical squats in here as well, you might do a high laughter, like. (laughs) And finding your own laugh in that is is also one of the benefits. It's like not just going ho, 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 trying to be Santa. It's like when you can find your authentic expression within a laughter exercise, that's really liberating too and that's really important for your self-expression and the expression of your emotions. And, yeah, laughter can really, really help to kind of shake up what's in the body. Uh, I've heard one of my mentors one time refer to laughter as like a bit of a jackhammer to kind of get in and break up the dense energy inside you and then it kind of is free like it's more smaller particles that can kind of move out uh, which I thought was great and I think it's important also to note just while I think of it that laughter 
and a, an intentional laughter practice is not about escapism. Like it is for me personally and for the way that I teach with anyone that I'm working with, it is about shifting energy and intentionally doing that and choosing to go into that higher vibration. But it's not about running away from what's there without having gone into that. So with anxiety that's just general, I think, yeah, it, it's a quite often not about a particular thing. It's kind of everything or just there because it's your body's program like that you've learned habitually to kind of as I said like I was waking up every day and I was already anxious like I hadn't even really thought about anything yet (laughs) so I think it's important to note that if you are going through something and it's one of my favorite ways to use laughter for shifting through maybe I'm angry maybe I'm feeling a little bit down about something or I'm beating myself up using laughter to shift that energy and kind of allow myself a new perspective is not about running away from what I'm angry at. It's actually about feeling the anger and understanding the anger if that's what I'm working on and going, what am I angry about? Like, what is this? What's really bothering me about this situation or this conversation that I had or whatever that I can't get out of my mind that I'm walking around carrying this anger with me and I'm feeling really frustrated by it like what's there and so going okay well I'm really annoyed that they said this okay why am I annoyed that they said that what what makes me angry about that like what's wrong with them saying that and having that sense of curiosity to go into what's there not make it wrong that I was angry not make it that that person wrong or or point any fingers of blame or or anything but just being open and curious about any negative emotion that is there and kind of picking apart the pieces and I guess the most easy way I could tell someone to do that is just keep asking questions about well why or what's that about or what's obvious it's probably my favorite question what's obvious well it's obvious that I'm angry okay what's obvious about like what am I angry about such and such okay what's obvious about that well they said that and that made me feel not good enough or stupid or whatever and if you go with what's obvious you'll always realize what's obvious um, rather than having the emotions just take over and you don't really know what's going on and then once you've got an understanding of that then shifting out of that with laughter and just choosing laughter. You also don't have to laugh at or about anything in particular or like laugh at yourself for being an idiot because that's just another form of self-beat up. Um, You can definitely learn to laugh at yourself as far as like taking it lightly. Yeah, you don't need to like poke fun at yourself or make fun of yourself or anyone else to be able to laugh in that situation does that all make sense yeah definitely definitely that makes a lot of sense and I love that you said that that because I think that's almost something that I considered as I was preparing for our interview was like how like it almost translated into in my head like laugh like like almost like poking fun at yourself in a way that's like kind of demeaning but like that's not really what it's about it's about using the tools like using laughter as a tool to like 
have a more healthy body and healthier practices and a healthier way of like navigating through emotions. And I love how you just described working through an emotion like anger. And correct me if I'm wrong, it almost sounds like laughter gives you that same feeling that you have when you wake up in the morning after having like a terrible night or a terrible day the day before. And it's like you're able to look back and see things a little bit more clearly. You have a more sound, stable mind. You don't have as many emotions attached to what happened then. And you can like better process (laughs) um, what happened and make conclusions and find solutions better. And laughter is almost something that will do that same thing, like kind of reset how you were feeling, or at least put you in a space where you don't have those strong negative emotions that are impacting your decisions. Would you say that that is accurate? (laughs) Yeah, I actually love that. I'm like, oh, I'm getting used to this one. Uh, I love how you put that. I've never thought of it that way, but it is. It's kind of allowing that distance as you say, in that diffusing of emotion. So even if you were angry and you don't want to focus on that or you don't want to dig into it and you chose to just go, okay, I'm going to go do a laughter session and you laugh and laugh and laugh. Yeah, after that, it is exactly like you're saying, like after a day or so, you feel a little bit different about it and you can look at it from a new perspective. You're in a clearer mindset. Yeah, that's a perfect analogy. I love that. Awesome. I would love to ask you then a little bit. You talked about how you use this practice while you're pregnant. And so I'd love to hear about techniques or maybe what you did during labor to help you work through that. Yeah, sure. During my pregnancy, I was studying laughter wellness. So I was doing a lot of laughter. I was going to a laughter um, club every week and then I was running my own sessions as well. So I was doing a lot of laughing and my son's like a super cheerful, chilled out little dude. And I always wonder if that was part of it because he was getting all these positive chemicals in the womb. So some of the techniques that I used, uh, well, one, I, I figured out that while I didn't have morning sickness, like full on, like vomiting and things, I did have a real struggle at dinner time every night. And that would mean that I like I felt like a kid who didn't want to eat their food like I was just like eating and I was like felt so full and bloated I was having a lot of soda water or something because I just felt so bloated all the time I laughed one day like I was literally just laughing about something it wasn't even a laughter exercise I was just like cracking up laughing for a minute or so and then when I ate I felt fine that night for dinner and I was like oh yeah like like I mentioned before like the digestion thing like it can put us into that other state where we're like able to digest better our diaphragms moving our our internal organs and kind of massaging them and, and all that jazz so that's something that I sometimes recommend to people who are pregnant and having troubles with morning sickness because it can really help on a lot of different levels even if you're just a really angry hormonal lady (laughs) Um, it can obviously help with that as well as far as in labor goes I'd spoken to someone before I like while I was pregnant to kind of see how they used laughter in pregnancy and labor because I knew that they did and I wasn't sure how it might fit into the process because labor is something new for every new mother it's like how is this going to go and what's it going to feel like and 
all that stuff. So I spoke to her. She had accidentally used laughter in her labor. Like she hadn't planned it. She didn't know anything about intentional laughter, but she hit a point where in her labor, she thought it was just hilarious all of a sudden that a new human was coming out of her body. And she found that so hilarious that she would moan through the contraction and then she would laugh in between the contractions. Mine was kind of, I tried that during labor and I I found it inauthentic and it just wasn't working for me. So I was like, okay, well, maybe laughter's out as a tool during this process. When the contractions got stronger and stronger, I would kind of, you know, if you like stub your toe or you do something that kind of hurts and you're like, ah, like you kind of do laugh. Your body brings laughter sometimes. I would kind of do that through the strongest part of the contraction. I would be like, ah, (laughs) Uh, and then once it was kind of over, I would breathe and whatever in between. So that's how I used it. Earlier in the labor, I also was watching comedy and stuff because, you know, in early labor, they kind of do say to distract yourself, go for a walk, watch some TV, do whatever. And I knew that I did want to use laughter, but I wasn't sure how it fit in. So I watched the comedians, but I think I was probably hitting transition at that point. So I was also like very, uh, like the point that I used it at was probably a bit late to be trying to sit still and watch comedy and rewinding right back to the very start of my labor, like the pre-labor where I could just feel the slight contractions and kind of cramping. I actually did a laughter session at like four or five in the morning when I couldn't stay in bed anymore. I was too uncomfy. I put on a laughter yoga session on YouTube and I just did it silently. There was a house full of people and I was just like, (laughs) you're still getting the muscles moving you're still smiling it still works that's the beautiful thing even if you hold a pencil in your teeth and you're smiling for that reason within a, a minute or two your biochemistry actually starts to change and you start to feel those happy feelings in your body so thank you that yeah super super interesting I was wondering how that would work for you in the labor process And I also love that you brought up that you're watching comedy because when I was doing a little bit of research about (laughs) laughter yoga and like laughter clubs, I was checking to see if there's anything like that in my area. And so I like Googled like laughter club and I'm like, oh, it's probably just going to give me a list of like comedian stand up shows and stuff. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know if that's what she's talking about, (laughs) if that's what it is. And then um, I found that it is different. It's not like going to a stand-up show. <laughs> but there actually is one for my listeners that are in Utah with me. There's one in Salt Lake. And then we can also go on YouTube and watch Bianca's videos and learn her techniques as well. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> and there's also a lot of people running them online through Zoom at the moment as well because of COVID. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, I run a monthly yeah. laughter session. There you go. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. So I run a, lot, a monthly session for us here in Australia. It's the third Sunday of every month. So the Saturday night in the States or Saturday afternoon. And uh, it's just a laughter wellness session. So we come in. Uh, I'm quite often now bringing themes in. So 
we might do um, a few months ago we did like manifesting in your life last month we did riding the waves of life and kind of like so we did a few exercises around you know we did laughter surfing and surfing the waves and you know laughing you might get dunked by a wave you might be right on top and be loving life whatever you can kind of make that up um and the roller coaster laughter lots of fun stuff in that one and also everything that comes around that as i said laughter wellness is around building the positive energy so we're doing affirmations but we're typically chanting or moving with them and i find that really powerful because it it just helps to embed it in your nervous system it's the same way that i was talking about anxiety and trying to sit still it doesn't really ground in whereas if you're getting your whole being involved your mind's on board you're saying the words you're moving with it it really has a different effect where it lands in your unconscious mind and your nervous system so yeah it's fun we all laugh together and it's totally different to laughing on youtube by yourself because it's interactive and we can share with each other you can see the other people and Sometimes there's someone on the line who has a really contagious laugh that you just want to laugh with, and that's really helpful as well. Yeah, so it's great fun. It's uh, free for your first time, so you can come along and try it and be like, what is this weird thing? Um, and see what it's like without um, paying any money, and it's, it's quite um, affordable anyway. It's only $10 online Australian, so I don't know, $5, $7 in the U.S., something around that point 750 maybe awesome that sounds really cool that's something that I want to try for sure where else can our listeners go to learn more from you and connect with you well I guess talking about laughter the first place is probably YouTube if you're wanting to get those sessions Uh, so youtube.com forward slash Bianca Spears you can find me on Facebook you can find me on Instagram Um, there's a mixture of stuff on there between my coaching work and and my laughter work but yeah I would absolutely love to connect with you and if you have any questions after this interview obviously we've kind of dived into a lot but there's so much more we could go into on all of the stuff we've talked about so if you have any questions feel free to connect with me and send me a message okay yes that sounds wonderful I would love to do another recording and do like a part two and talk about how we can use laughter like in our business and how we can use it to promote our brands. Would that be all right with you? Yes, that would be amazing. I'd love to do that. Let's do that. Thanks for listening to the Branding for Women podcast. If you love this episode as much as I did, please subscribe and leave a review. Have a great weekend.